Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. We're really thrilled to have back on the program today David Beer, who's the Associate Director of Immigration Studies at the Cato Institute. He's an expert on legal immigration, border security, and interior enforcement. And, of course, uh, the news coming out this week, the Biden administration proposes new restrictions on asylum. Uh, and, David, this becomes a, a really interesting conversation, uh, both in light of what previous the previous administration did. Uh, so give us a little lay of the land. What does this uh, new rule or restriction on asylum uh, actually mean? It means that for all intents and purposes, a person who crosses the border into the United States without prior authorization, uh, whether they come to a port of entry along the U.S.-Mexico border or across the border illegally, they will be denied uh, asylum under this rule and will be subject to removal uh, from the United States if they are ineligible. Uh, for any other uh, type of immigration benefit under our laws. And so the the vast majority of people who will be subject to this rule will um, not be able to uh, seek uh, legal status in the United States as a result of it. My understanding is that they would have had to have applied for asylum in whatever other countries they would have traveled through before getting to the U.S. border. Is that right? Yes, there is an exception for people who have applied for asylum in a a country that they traveled through and were denied. Mm. This is an extraordinary uh, situation. Um, If you're denied asylum in some other country and then come to the border, yes, you would not be subject to the ban. But if you're denied asylum uh, by this uh, other country, Mexico mainly, then you'll probably be also denied the ability to apply for asylum under this rule as well, because you probably do not have a legitimate asylum claim, at least presumptively would not. And so, you know, it's an exception that's that's not really meaningful for someone who really does have a legitimate claim. And for the vast majority of people, Waiting in Mexico is just not an option. There's there's nowhere to work. They don't have residency. They're not there legally. They can be deported at any time. You know, they're living in homeless shelters. Um, you know, they're being they're living on the streets in many in many cases in some of the most dangerous uh, cities in the hemisphere. Uh, so it's just not an option for them to to wait years in Mexico to finally get a decision. On their case there, and then hope that uh, that that it's a denial, so they can apply in the United States. Yeah, wow, that seems uh, <laughs> that is mental gymnastics uh, with real lives uh, hanging in the balance. Uh, tell me a little bit from your perspective, uh, David, in, in terms of how is the administration uh, squaring the circle on this one? I know they've already received uh, some pushback from their own parties. Uh, Representative Nadler and Jayapal have, have been uh, vocal in their disappointment. Uh, what's the administration's explanation in terms of uh, implementing this new rule? Well, the, basically, they say that it's not a ban on asylum because there are options for people to come legally to request asylum. And it's true if you are from Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, or Haiti, 
a U.S. resident could, in theory, sponsor you to come to the United States uh, uh, legally through um, a special program that the administration has created uh, that authorizes people to travel here, and then they would be able to request asylum once they get here. That's just for four uh, nationalities. Uh, it requires a sponsor to, to, you know, who has sufficient financial resources to support the person uh, once they get here. So that's a, a very difficult uh, proposition to line up. And if you're just reaching out to random people on the Internet trying to get a sponsor, we've already seen people get ripped off mm. um, it, it, by, by doing that. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. So... It's not always easy for someone in these countries to to line up that sponsorship. So even for those nationalities, but for everyone else, they have to come to Mexico and then try to use this app that the administration has rolled out where you can apply for an appointment to come to a a port of entry along the U.S.-Mexico border and apply for asylum there. The problem is the administration has already said in court that it has no plans to increase the number of appointments. And the number of appointments is is incredibly low relative to the number of people crossing the border. So inevitably, if there aren't enough appointments, then people will continue to cross the border illegally and be subject to the asylum ban. So they're they're holding out hope for these. these, They're saying we have these programs, you know, that supposedly that's going to work. And provide people another option. And in theory, they would, uh, but the administration is um, really not making them as available as it could, and uh, it's resulting in, in more people coming across the border illegally. Yeah, and I think that's the the real challenge when the, the it still is a better option to take your chances and come illegally than it is to come legally. Uh, we haven't really done much to improve. And, and of course, what we're really talking about here with asylum are people who really are in danger. It's no longer safe for them or they're being targeted or threatened. Uh, and so, you know, this isn't a blanket kind of thing. It's very targeted. And it's one of those where I think we have to, to prove it out and figure it out where compassion and rule of law are compatible principles. Uh, and so, David, as, as you look at this, uh, what do you see? What are you going to be watching uh, as this starts to roll forward a little bit? What should we be watching for and, and how do you expect this to play out? Well, I mean, I expect the rule will be blocked 
in the courts. Um, you know, asylum law in the United States says very clearly it doesn't matter where you, where you enter the United States, whether at a port of entry or somewhere else, you can apply for asylum. Um, you know, and the except, you know, the there are there's discretionary authority to add new asylum requirements, but they have to be compatible with the law uh, that Congress enacted, which is quite clear in its intent that people be able to apply for asylum um, wherever they enter and regardless of their status. And so I, I don't expect that the rule will will survive very long once it's um, put into effect. Uh, but, you know, I've I've been surprised by the courts before. <laughs> And it, it certainly could um, eventually survive uh, a challenge once it gets to the Supreme Court. And, uh, you know, executive authority, you know, we've seen it in the past get upheld. We've seen it get struck down, too. So it's a real crapshoot when the president starts rewriting immigration law like this. Yeah, and that really is the ultimate. Uh, what gets done by the pen usually gets undone by the pen or by the courts. Uh, and that becomes right. a, a pretty vicious cycle. And it creates such uncertainty uh, often for the very people that the rule or the law are uh, are trying to help. Uh, David Beer is the Associate Director of Immigration Studies at the Cato Institute. Uh, he is the go-to expert on legal immigration, border security, and interior enforcement. And David, always appreciate your perspective. This is a complicated one uh, that I'm sure we're going to continue to tap into as we move forward to figure out how we get this right uh, when it comes to asylum. Thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you. Asylum and immigration laws are going to continue to be the challenge, but we have to get it right. But in order to get it right, we have to have an honest and real conversation about what's already going wrong. All right, coming up next, we're going to church in Plains, Georgia. What happens when you go to a Sunday school class taught by someone who's occupied the highest office in the land? Mike Maurer from the governor's office knows, and he's going to tell us about it coming up next. Stay with us.